Go ahead. Good evening, everyone, to the uh, Monday, November 27th, 2023 meeting of the Loudoun Communications Commission. Thank you for everyone joining us this evening. Uh, with that, I'd like to uh, call the meeting to order. And the first item on the agenda is uh, approval of the agenda. Uh, Ron, I see you may be in your car at the moment, so not sure you've had a chance to look at it yet. Uh, any uh, uh, any um, comments or additions uh, with regard to the agenda? And if not, uh, Chair seeks a motion with regard to the agenda. So moved. Seconded. All right, all in favor of adopting the agenda? Uh, Aye. 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 Any opposed? Any abstentions? Okay, hearing none, the agenda is adopted. Thank you very much. Uh, so the last time we actually uh, had quorum was on, um, prior to this meeting was on June 2023. So uh, we have not yet approved the meeting. So the June minute, uh, June meeting, uh, which uh, staff sent around. Uh, and unless there are any proposed edits or comments so that the chair seeks a motion with regard to those minutes. So moved. Seconded. All right, thank you. All in favor of adopting the June 2023 minutes? Aye. 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 Uh, any opposed? Any abstentions? All right, thank you. The uh, minutes are adopted. Uh, let's see. So, um, Dave, Chris, uh, we still have no one signed up to speak pu publicly. That is correct. Okay, so we'll go on to the franchisee updates. Uh, Mr. Mulhall, would you like to uh, take it away? Thank you. I hope everybody had a lovely Thanksgiving. Um, at Comcast, we've been having our our meetings with Chris Mullen, going over all of our Lex ticket items and keeping them updated. Uh, we are having some uh, issues sourcing some of our materials right now, but we're working through everything that we can. Uh, we just recently sent out our notification for the prices for next year to the county, which you guys should have received by now already. Um, working through with my engineering team to get all of our new peg channels set up to all the schools and everything uh, under our new franchise agreement. And as we're entering into the winter storm season, just a friendly reminder that we've got our wonderful Comcast uh, storm ready Wi-Fi that you can get. And always, if the power goes out, you still have internet. That's all I've got, Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. I think you're muted, Mark. You're right. Uh, so any questions for Comcast? Oh, yeah, just 1 from uh, schools. I know we, you had talked about the peg channels and the HD. I didn't know if there was a timeline on when we could expect. That service, um, and if there's someone we need to reach out to, to to initiate that on our side. I'm working with my engineering team to make sure that we get it done as timely and efficiently as possible. So, as soon as we can, we'll get it all set up. If there's a chance to get a tentative date, our board is interested in when they can go <laughs> into HD on our um, broadcast channel. So if, if you have a date or engineering works one out, if you could just let me know, that'd be great. I will see if I can find a date, but they are the 
Squeakiest wheel never gets me the, the date with them. Okay, any other questions for Chris? Okay, thank you very much, Ms. Anderson. I didn't have anything in particular. Um, I didn't know that if we had any open issues, Chris, you can tell me um, if the, I, I didn't, I didn't think so. So I'll give you a meaningful expression that tells you I care deeply about the county. Uh, no, seriously, I didn't think I had any issues tonight. Um, and uh, we are getting, we've, we've made a lot of progress on the uh, agreement, uh, the, the renewal agreement, but of course, Matt will tell you about that. And uh, that's all I've got. Terrific. Any questions? All right. Terrific. Thank you, Ms. Anderson. You bet. All right. Uh, that takes us to the staff report. Chris, would you like to take it away? Yes. Thank you, sir. Um, Lex ticket summary. We currently have 25 outstanding. 21 are with Comcast. Four are with Verizon. Uh, these are uh, repair requests for the uh, pedestals and the communications comms boxes. As um, Mr. Mulhall was sharing, there are some uh, material issues uh, from supply chain to get the material in a timely fashion. So we would expect to see that be an issue for the remainder of 2023 and perhaps into early 2024 as well. Uh, the distribution of those tickets, we have 19 in uh, Algonquian, we have two in Ashburn, two in Broad Run, and two in Sterling for a total of 25. You all might recall back in the spring when we had 67 tickets in Sterling. So things are definitely trending in the right direction. <clears throat> Were there any um, Lex ticket questions that anyone had? All right, great. The uh, VATI update. Had a really, really extensive 45 minute delivery from all points at the last meeting. Um, the big update I would have from then till now is that uh, Dominion Energy Virginia and all points broadband are scheduled to provide the board with an update on the Batty project on uh, December 5th. So I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> I do not have any additional information um, and as to what was previously shared, but we're expecting um, additional info, new info, the latest and greatest. And of course, this is the first time we've had uh, Dominion Energy at the table, so we're looking forward to hear that as well. Um, Louise was talking about the uh, Verizon TV franchise renewal process, that uh, things are moving along well, exchanging red lines. Um, Perhaps um, we will have a completed agreement by um, end of end of month, actually midday, the 29th of November. We'd be hopeful for that. And then that would put us in cycle for the uh, December 15th board public um, uh, meeting to uh, go through and um, dot the I's and cross the T's. As a standard custom, we would make arrangements uh, following that to actually have uh, outside counsel attend a session, go over the uh, highlights of the agreement with the commissioners and answer any questions that you all might have. Uh, turning our attention to um, the supplemental broadband RFP, 
uh, procurement has notified all points that they are the vendor of choice. And right now, staff is awaiting the outcome of procurement's contract, contract negotiations. I'm, I'm hopeful that that would happen within year, uh, meaning prior to the end of uh, 2023, if not certainly uh, very early in uh, 2024. So those were the main items that I had to share. Um, Mr. Chairman, do you have any, any other questions or items? Uh, yeah, any questions for staff? Uh, so I've, I've got a couple. So um, as so, I'm glad to hear things are progressing on the franchise renewal front. Um, do so. I guess two questions. One is um, uh, remind me when the current uh, extension expires, and uh, are we anticipating completing the Verizon renewal prior to that, or if not, what's do we have a currently uh, we have a currently an ETA we're planning uh, in terms of having Matt uh, brief the commission. Yeah, so um, your first item as far as coverage associated with it, the original agreement went out on uh, Halloween. So we have received Verizon's uh, letter of concurrence, which is an extension, extension of the agreement <clears throat> uh, from November 2nd up until uh, the end of January to give us room, uh, January 31st to complete negotiations. So we're expecting to have the contract actually uh, signed uh, 29th midday. So we'll be uh, in good shape. We do not have a date scheduled as yet regarding uh, Mr. Ames coming. Just uh, once we go through the uh, approval process after the public hearing, if everything does meet that time frame in uh, December, then we would be looking at the first of the year as far as timing and availability as far as scheduling that readout for the commissioners. And the, the public hearing is tentatively scheduled for when? Uh, that would be um, December 13th. December 13th. Okay, got it. Uh, and, um, uh, okay, good to hear. So as far as the VADI project updates concerned, since a number of you, I, I think we're not here when um, we had the presentation uh, by Tom Ennis from All Points uh, regarding their status, um, I think it's, and frankly, the bulk, a significant portion of the presentation uh, was going through uh, some detail around what the make ready process entailed, the you know technical challenges with it, and the volume uh, make ready requests that they've been hitting both Dominion and Novec with. Right, so we're talking about a a significant you know, multi X factor increase, uh, you know, bulk submissions for permitting make ready relative to what they usually deal with on an annual basis. So, uh, bottom line is, it sounds like the, you know, my assessment, even if they weren't prepared to say so publicly is, uh, there's just no way they're going to hit a, you know, mid next year deadline for completing, uh, the build out. Now, uh, that I'm not sure they're prepared to say that in the meeting on when they brief the board on the 5th, uh, but I do think I would encourage the commissioners to update their supervisors um, with regard to setting expectations around what we've been hearing from them. Um, in this regard, uh, 
you know, in terms of when they would, my recollection, again, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave or Chris, but I, I also seem to recall us discussing when all points would need to apply for an extension with VATI. And I think we presume that would be probably sometime in the March, April timeframe, right? Um, is when they would in all likelihood need to file for that. Uh, I would expect them to at least publicly acknowledge the delay before then. Uh, the other, for me, key uh, revelation and what we heard from Tom that evening was that <clears throat> what they've used the deadline for the VAT for the VATI project is when the um, fiber extension, when the fiber is strung through across all the roads passing the homes, the 8,621 homes in the project. That does not include running the tail circuits. So the tail circuits and the actual subscriber hookups, they consider outside of the time frame of the original VATI project. Now, from a cost standpoint, you know, they're they're supporting, I forget whatever the exact setback distance is, but it sounded like um, any of the 8,621 homes that sign up for service, they will provide connection to regardless of length, if it's within a certain period of time, uh, post the, you know, primary fiber install timeframe. Uh, David, Chris, do you recall what that timeframe was? Was it three months, six months? But in my recollection, all points said they would, you know, they would not impose um, timeframe limitations, I mean, sorry, setback distance limitations until sometime after the initial install is completed. Once um, so I view that, that as very positive. Once the fiber uh, service area has uh, has been lit, then that would allow all those residents that are in the Batty um, project area 12 months to take advantage of that, a full year. 12 months, okay. So the just logistically speaking, even once all the fibers, you know, hung down the roads, passing all the homes, there'll be a su substantial interval and logistical effort to install all the tail circuits, right? That will be extensive. So when subscribers actually start seeing their homes lit, will be a whole nother phase past the initial completion of the project. So we're looking at a, you know, in my opinion, something substantially past June of next year to complete both pieces. Uh, good news is it seems like it's underway. It sounds like there's a lot of significant amount of work being incurred, uh, but uh, it does sound like it's it's certainly running late at this point. Just to add, Mark, that um, 12.5, which is next Tuesday, is the board update for the broadband component. All points, I believe Tom will be present for all points, and we have scheduled Dominion Energy to be present as well um, in that meeting. So if that's of interest to you, um, obviously you can watch that online or you can be there in person. Um, but they will be both speaking with their own separate presentations that they'll be uh, showing to the board and answering questions. Uh, so as it relates to the supplemental Broadband expansion RFP. So, what's the next step in that process? The finalization, as far as the contract between um, all points and procurement. 
and how long do we think we expect that to take? It would be uh, great if they would finish it before end of year 2023. I'd say worst case mark, it would be um, early, first uh, early first quarter 2024. Procurement's working through quite a few programs as we speak. Right, okay. Uh, any updates on the dark fiber project completing phase two? Uh, yeah, that'll actually be in the, the board update as well. Um, give me a second to pull it up. I believe we're 99% complete with phase one. The first two um, sites of phase two. Um, and I can get you which two exactly um, were, were launched already as well. So um, two of the six, I believe it's the... Loudon Heights locations are the ones that were lit and are turned up. Philmont and um, uh, shoot, I can't think of the other locations. Those are supposed to be done by the end of the first quarter. Okay, terrific. All right, so any other questions for staff? All right, terrific. Thank you very much. All right, we'll move on to uh, review of action items. Aaron? So I didn't capture anything new. I did take notes in our last meeting as we didn't have quorum. And so I'll circulate out um, the action items with the hope that we can close most of these out. Some of these are remaining from 2019 and we probably just need to go through and say that we can close them out. So I'll circulate that list to everyone and at the next meeting, maybe we can just go through and close everything that we need to. Um, but I didn't add any action items tonight. Okay, terrific. Thank you. And, and Mark, I think one thing that staff can do is we can forward the presentation that Tom gave at the last meeting, even though there wasn't quorum, we can share it with all the commission members. Uh, it might be a good primer for folks if you're interested in going next week to the, to the board meeting or sending any notes to your, to your supervisor um, ahead of time. Uh, thanks. I appreciate that. In fact, yes, you, you reminded me that uh, Tom had offered to forward that presentation. So that would be great if, if you could circulate it. Thank you. Okay. Um, I think that takes us to new business and individual commissioner comments. Uh, commissioner Wagegrass, would you like to, uh, would you like to start us off? Mike, I think you're on mute. I don't. I don't have any uh, comments or or new business to bring up. Okay, thank you, uh, Aaron. Uh, nothing of new business. Just wishing everyone that they had a happy Thanksgiving and then happy holidays as we move into our winter break here. Since our next meeting is not until January, if I'm correct. <laughs> right. Thanks. Uh, Jason, any comments or new business? No new business for me. I'd just like to echo the happy holiday sentiment. Great. Thank you. Joe? One, and I'm not sure if it's new business, maybe it's just a sort of a heads up for staff in particular. Um, I don't completely understand it yet, so my question isn't well formed. It's in process, but starting to get questions about um, when equipment becomes abandoned. And what I mean by that is that particularly in sort of Eastern Loudoun, there are some neighborhoods where the developer as a part of the build out 
created, you know, whether it be fiber optic or whether it be something that con internet connectivity or connectivity was a part of that. And over and and while that was the case, they were responsible for it, and then it got turned over to the HOA, and they seem to have moved on to other places and things and and creating other options. And it seems that there's a question about people thinking that their equipment is no longer the pedestals in their yard are no longer being used. Can they just, you know, throw them in the dumpster or tear them apart or do do whatever? But this idea of abandoned equipment for networks that may or may not certainly not by them, but maybe in the community. And again, I'm, I'm trying to better understand the problem and, and allocation, but I wanted to kind of give you a heads up that's probably on the horizon. So Joe, or if you've I heard of the problem and I ought to be, and you can point me at a direction, that's fine too. So we, we've had some residents reach out to us in regards to um, equipment that's no longer, that is confirmed to be no longer in use, um, unfortunately, in the right term. Yeah, I think that's a good term to use, and and unfortunately, it sits in this middle ground. So, um, we the county can't do anything with it. VDOT can't do anything with it. So it's sort of one of these like the HOA and the resident almost need to take responsibility in those situations. What I would ask Joe is, and any any commissioner, if you get a request such as this please send that over to us. Um, we can work with Chris and Louise if it turns out to be one of, of their pieces of equipment. Otherwise we can at least, based on our experience, um, provide some, some direction, albeit it may be one of those, there's nothing we can do about it, but at least we've, we've dealt with these before. Um, addresses are helpful. Yeah, I, I think, you know, yeah, I appreciate it. I, and clearly I'm pointing them in your direction. To me, yeah. it's really the ability to one, figure out who's the entity that can designate it as abandoned. And two, sort of once that term has been associated with it, what rights does the homeowner, I mean, you know, boy, if, if something's abandoned, does that mean I can go out there and just run it over with my lawnmower kind of thing? You know, but so, so the, those two things about who, who makes the declaration and the sense that I've gotten so far is, there may be entities that are like, well, it's not mine, but, you know, you, the, the difficulty in somebody stepping up to the plate to saying, yeah, it's no longer of value to anybody. Right. So if right. you get a specific, well, thank you. I, I, that would give you a heads up if that's coming down the road. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, and for all of you, the starting point is certainly the address of the home that the, pro, that the equipment sits on. Um, so that we can do due diligence with our franchisees and then, you know, what other additional steps may be necessary beyond them. To amplify Dave's point, pictures are appreciated as well as addresses. Um, I will pass that on. Um, and uh, other than that, just uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and happy everything else to anyone. All right, Ron? Uh, no new business, but um, I'll leave you. I'll leave you with a little comedy. I didn't realize we were virtual, so you saw me joining the call from the parking garage. <laughs> I went in, and security guys were like, "There's nobody here." I was like, "Oh, you gotta be kidding me!" I'm sorry, Ron. I'm sorry. So I looked at the. That. I looked at the invite. I was like, "Yep, it says it right there." Derp, I should have looked. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah.
I built it. <laughs> well, thanks for making the effort. Sorry, sorry we weren't there to, to join you. <laughs> All right, so, um, so folks with, uh, so our next meeting is until January 22nd, at least according to the usual schedule. So this of course will be our last meeting for the year. Also, since we just finished a county election cycle, this will be um, you know, our last meeting for this session of the Communications Commission, right? So this sort of uh, concludes this particular term. Uh, and um, in my case, since uh, uh, I work for Supervisor Buffington representing the Blue Ridge District, there is no more Blue Ridge District as of the first of the year. Uh, and uh, so um, under the circumstances, uh, this looks like it'll be my last commission meeting. It's been actually three terms. So this will be the, the end of my three terms on the commission, 12 years, 12 long years. Uh, to say it's been um, really quite uh, an honor uh, to, to work with all of you. I certainly appreciate all the, the help uh, of staff and all the support uh, from each and, and, and every one of you and, of course, your predecessors as well. Uh, you know, it's been a really fascinating 12 years for the county, uh, starting as initially appointed by Janet Clark. Um, and uh, back, uh, you know, when we started off with a political hot potato and crisis of the Verizon excluded address study, you know, went on to the, uh, you know, wireless gap analysis. Uh, you know, coming up with recommendations for pursuing a PPP, which eventually ended up turning into the dark fiber project, which I was very happy about, given how aggressive the growth demands for data uh, was being driven by the schools, the opportunity to help flatten their cost curve and also help to put in, uh, you know, a more of a open fiber access network that can be used by all points and other internet providers and uh, users in the county. Uh, and of course, the culmination being the, um, of course, you know, we had the, uh, the uh, franchise agreement analysis and assessments and all of the hard efforts involved in uh, coming up with best practices and helping support the franchise renewal process and the learnings that came out of that and the Verizon excluded address study. Uh, we put in a huge number, uh, I think six or seven, just huge in, in absolute terms, uh, you know, uh, new zoning changes that uh, specifically targeting uh, lowering the threshold and the uh, barriers for putting in new towers in the county, especially allowing use of 80-foot poles, allowing that to be by right for wireless internet providers. And then, of course, culminating with the VADI project, right, which is a multi-year push to try to, uh, you know, really move the needle for the citizens of the county and, uh, you know, make a big leap in addressing the um, broadband gap. Uh, of course, the, you know, the, the COVID lockdowns and whatnot certainly not only helped to put the broadband gap into really stark visibility, but also provide the political will to write checks and um, and do the necessary to really make that happen. So it's been a really incredible 12 years and um, I'm proud to look back at all the accomplishments we've made and the, the impact we've had. And of course, we're not quite there yet, right? The all points 
Batty project still has got a ways to go, but it's well on its way and locked and loaded. And uh, so I'm darn proud of the, uh, you know, of our collective efforts and the progress and the ultimate uh, looking forward for the benefits of the citizens of Loudon, myself included. <laughs> I'm on one of those 8621 homes, so I'm very much looking forward to getting fiber as well. Uh, and uh, it's been an honor working with you all. Wish you all a very happy holiday season and all the very best. Mark, if I could just uh, add, uh, you know, in, in my brief time of over overlapping during your service, I, I have to say you've been quite a leader and, and a visionary on the commission. So, you know, thank you for everything that, that you've done over the years. Well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. And I appreciate everyone's support. It's been very much a, a team effort. We we couldn't have gotten this far without everyone's work and effort. And uh, it's very deeply appreciated. Uh, so. With that, we'll, um, as I said, our next commission meeting is presumptively on the 22nd. There'll be a new commission. And uh, with that, the uh, chair seeks a motion regarding adjournment. Chair? Yes, Chris? Just a, a quick point as far as that the, the uh, January session would be a remote meeting as well. Taking advantage of the winter. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure that the commissioners were all in agreement. So supported and so moved for, to conclude the meeting. <laughs> Let me just add a couple of things from staff's perspective before we do a close. Um, first off, I want to extend our thanks to Mark as well. Um, in my three years here uh, with the county, three plus years, um, I've worked with no one but Mark. He is a pleasure to work with our monthly pre-meetings in preparation for this meeting. Um, always are very, um, have always been good back and forth, give and take conversations. Um, so from staff's perspective, we wanna thank you, Mark, for all your support of us as well, not only just in these meetings, but in the pre-meetings and all the other conversations that we have. Um, as far as everyone else, just as a reminder that your term is, co is concurrent with your supervisor's term. Um, the supervisors will need to um, resubmit I guess, um, for lack of a better word, you're if you're interested in continuing on in the same capacity in the next tenure. Um, so I would urge each of you to reach out to your commission, uh, to your supervisors, uh, express your interest in staying on, or um, if you feel like you've reached the end of your tenure and you would like to give a formal resignation, that please follow. The, the process outline process, which is to provide staff liaison, which is Chris and myself, um, notification in writing, as well as your, your board member. Um, at this point in time, with January meeting and, and Mark um, with the Blue Ridge District no longer in existence, we have with Mr. Ryan, uh, we'd be down to seven, um, seven filled seats of the 10. Um, so, at that point, we would need to have at least uh, four of you come to the meeting to be able to have quorum and be able to move forward with business. So, just keep that in mind. If uh, the meeting on the 22nd is not a time frame that you think you can make it, please let me know in advance as much as possible, and we can look to try to reschedule with um, the rest of the commission members. All right. All right. Thank you, Dave. Really appreciate Thanks, it. Mark.
Okay, there's one one related um, issue. Mark, I appreciate you sharing that because it, it made me realize um, I've also had a uh, a change in uh, district boundaries. Um, even though uh, my current supervisor has returned, I think as of January 1st, my, the, the district boundary is redrawn and I'm no longer in this district. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm now part of the Ashburn district again or something like that. And uh, I'll need to figure out the uh, uh, mechanics around whether I'm staying with uh, as an as a as a member of this commission. Uh, half of my soon to be former supervisor or if I'm going to get dropped in the weeds somewhere or uh, have to reach out to the new supervisor. So I have some unknowns. Well, good luck with that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll be back to help, help, help keep carrying the water. All right, terrific. So uh, I think that takes us to adjournment. And uh, with that, chair seeks a motion. Still so moved. And seconded. All right. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Any abstentions? All right. Thank you very much, everyone. Happy holidays. Thank you. Thank holidays. You Thank you, Mark. Happy Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Bye bye.